0: You're listening to the weekly podcast of Citizens Church with Pastor Chris Norman. For more information on the work that God is doing through Citizens Church, please visit us online at citizenschurch.org. Church, can you help me say hello to everyone joining us online right now? Say hello to our family from all over the place. Hey, wherever you're at today, we want you to know we love you and we're so grateful to have you joining us today. As we close out, our Hello Future series. You guys been enjoying this series so far? I, uh, I watched last week online. I think Pastor Trey did okay. That was an okay message, right? It was absolutely incredible. Now, I want you to know that those weights, they were not light. They were like 45 pounds a piece, and he carried them around both services, everybody, and so he's a little stronger today than he was last week because that's, that's a lot of work right there, but... Um, Um, Will you you pray with me and we'll jump right in? God, we just want to open up our hearts. We thank you for what you're doing in our midst, God. We thank you for the lives that have been touched and changed. God, in this place, through this church, just in this last month, God, like so many people. God, we think of Vox Nights and how, Lord, you shut up and, and touched so many lives there. God, seeing college kids on the Redlands High School campus giving their life to you, even those God, that you've been speaking to. God, we thank you for those that have come forward in the last month and committed their lives to you. God, we thank you for those that today are gonna say yes to you, Jesus. And God, we thank you for what you're showing us in this series as we open up your word together. God, that you've got a bright future for us. And Lord, we wanna say yes to it all. And so today, God, I pray you would anoint me to preach your word and and, and help me to get across, God, what, what you've been whispering to my heart through your word that, Lord, we this year might live forever changed by, by what happens in this moment. God, we wanna lean in. We're not here on accident. We're not listening online on accident. You brought us here because there's something you desire to say to us. And, and God, we genuinely believe that. So God, we open up our lives to you. We, we, we lean in. We've got expectancy inside of us. God, speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone agreed together and said a good hearty. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, Dustin. Well, in this series, we are, we're we're learning how to point our lives in the direction of our greatest future. Come on, listen, we're learning to point our lives into the direction of our greatest future. Come on, God has got, whether you believe it or not, God has got a great future for you. God has got more for you than you could ever think or possibly imagine. The, the Bible says that his desire for us is to prosper us, not to harm us, to give us a, come on, you know the verse, a future and a hope. That's what God wants to do inside your life. He, he, here's what, here's what I'm, I'm convinced of, is that there is more potential for you than you could ever possibly imagine. So I think a lot of times you allow your past, you allow your, your current circumstances and situation to dictate your thinking about your future. And so you look and you come in here today, you, you kind of got your head down, you're feeling bummed out, you've walked through some tough stuff. Maybe you've made some really bad decisions. Anybody? Everyone make a bad decision every now and then? Like you, you, you just have done some things that you regret. And you're looking today going, there's no way I could possibly have a bright future. Well, God shows up and says, hold up. Have you not met me? This is what I do. Is, is I, I, I wash all things from the past. The Bible says that in him, old things have passed away and all things have become what? new you're new in christ jesus and and he wants to move you forward into a, a bright future there's more for you than you could ever imagine no matter how you've come in here today there's there's potential someone i want you to say say to yourself, like come on I, just go with me here like say i've got potential I, i've got potential like I've, I've i genuinely come on no i i hear it i hear that i hear yourself starting to go no but you don't understand you don't see no i i got potential why well not because you're great Sorry, buddy. Welcome to church. But because God's great and God's good. Now, now here's what I want you to understand. Here's, here's the tension. With all that potential, right? There's, I'm saying the, there's potential for potential. With all the potential for potential, there's also the potential to miss it. Like my biggest worry for you, friend, is, is that you miss what it is God actually wants to do in your life. Like if I could just let you see it, you'd be like, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it would amaze you what God can do in, in three months, what God can do in a year, what God can do in your marriage in three months, in a year, what God can do in your, in your kids, what God can do in your, in your business, what God can, what, so you, you have a miracle working God that like parts seas and a miracle working God that speaks the world into existence and he shows up in your life and goes, will you let me Will you let me work? I've got some things I want to do and, and, and and my biggest worry is that you would actually miss what it is God wants to do. Like, I don't want to miss it. I want all of it. Come on. you with me? I want all of it. I'm not going to, I'm not just going to live my life with fire insurance and thank you. Thank you, God. I'm not going to hell. Right? Man, I'm going to live my life to populate heaven. I'm going to live my life to, to live in everything God has for my life. And see, that's the mistake is some people think salvation is all about just getting to heaven. It's not. It's not just about giving. Thank you, God. If that's all we had, that's great. But salvation is about the life he has for you here on this planet. He says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. What does that mean? It means don't. It's like a gold mine. Yeah. Come on. You're rich. Yeah. You got a gold mine. Well, how do you know how much gold you have? You got to work it out. Someone say, work it out. Work it out. You got you to gotta get out the pickaxe. You got to go out. You got to work it out. And the more you work it out, the more you discover how rich you are. And so my biggest worry is that you sit in here and you're just not going to work it out. And so you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. So what we've been trying to do in this series is help you work it out. Man, we're going to help you work it out. We talked about, man, you're going to walk with God's people. Right? You're gonna walk in God's presence. You're gonna you're gonna adjust your walk. Okay. Pastor Trey talked about how we we gotta we're gonna adjust our press, right? We're gonna press on past our past. We're gonna there's power in the press, and you're gonna you're gonna learn to press. Well, well, here's what I want to talk about today is I wanna talk to you about not just adjusting the way you walk or adjusting your press, but here's what I wanna leave you with and close out the series with. Okay, I'm gonna help you not miss it. Is I wanna help you adjust. Your patterns, wow. okay? Yeah, your, your habits. On. Mm-hmm. No one's excited about that. Okay, let me, <laughs> let me help you. You have right now some habits. You have some patterns. And your habits and your patterns are the greatest indication of the direction you're going. That's right. That's right. Okay? Yeah. Aristotle said this. He said, you are what you repeatedly do. You're not what you wish you would do. You're not what, no, you are what you repeatedly do. You see, habits are so important. Habits, patterns are what end up telling the story in your life. Like you're going to look back in a year from now and you're going to tell a story. You're going to tell a story either of, of a life that was just in decline, of, of relationships you pushed away, of 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 a life that got off track, of someone of a life that got lost. You could tell that story, or you could tell a story of of, a, of relationships that were healed, yep. of of a marriage that's now thriving, of 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 kids that you you've loved them home. Come on, yeah. like you're gonna you could tell that story. Your life is gonna tell a story. Now, do you know what's actually gonna determine the story you tell? It's the things you do every day. It's the habits. It's the pattern. Here's the problem. Everybody's got uphill hopes. But a lot of us got downhill habits. And so we live, watch, we live with uphill hopes. Oh, I hope and I dream and God, I want everything. We got uphill hopes, but we got downhill habits. Hey, I want you to check your habits. Check your habits. And today, if you would just lean in and let me, I want to teach you. Some very practical habits in your life that will get you moving uphill into everything God has for your life. Like if you could if you could just get this, just get this, it will it, it'll change everything for you. If you could do what I'm talking about every day, you're gonna see God show up and move and work and you just gotta, gotta change your habits. Yeah, I, I think habits get a, get a bad rap, you know, like habits. Like think about think about we got bad habits. Some people like like, you know, yeah, like loud public talkers. You ever see people like that, like on their phone, like so. So it's like come on, yeah, Mike, yeah. <clears throat> Some people you know in here, um, you got like like nail biting, finger biting, like bad habits. You got habits. I mean, just there's bad habits get a get a bad t- like, like picking your teeth. Chewing gum with your mouth open. Sorry, everybody. Like eating, eating with your mouth. That's a bad habit. I hate that. I, 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 I will, I, I have, my family says I have misphonia. Phonia. I, I hear everything and I, I get, like if people start eating cereal near me, and I, I, I have, to, I will excuse myself from the room. That is a bad habit, right? Bad habit. So I think habits get a bad rap. But habits... What you do all the time, what you habitually do, that you've trained yourself to do almost with as autopilot-ish in your life, right? Habits cannot, don't only have to be bad, they're actually gonna save your life. Like the habit of checking both ways before you cross the street. It's a good habit, right? You're gonna teach your kids to have that habit, why? It's gonna save their life. The habit of putting on a seatbelt when you get in the car. Listen, you do it without even thinking about it. Click. Some of you don't do it. Without thinking about it, right? You just, come on, everyone, point at the people who don't. I always have to remind. Listen, so habits can move us toward danger. Our habits can actually put us in a place of safety. Let me put you in a place of safety based on some biblical habits. Okay, you ready? Okay, that's all they open. James chapter one. I was wrestling with where to go in this message and, and I could not get out of my mind, James chapter one. It's one of my favorite portions of scripture. And I want to teach it to you in a way that, that I, I, I feel like it doesn't get taught a whole lot, but I really want you to, to look at it as one movement, one part, okay? Where James is just trying to help you with some habits. All right? So here they are. He says, so then, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. So then my beloved brethren Let every man, here's some habits. Okay, ready? Let every man be, this is one habit, not three. I'll give it to you in a second. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. If you're taking notes, here's what I want you to write down. Habit number one, I'm going to give you three today that all tie in as one, okay? But you got to do all three to have, have the one. Does that make sense? It will when we're done. All right. So the first habit is just write this down. Someone say, step back. Okay, write that down. Take your notes. Put it in your phone. Come on, everybody, take notes because you look at it later. It's going to be good for you. Step back. We need to learn, habit number one, is to step back from our natural tendencies, or to step back from your tendency. If you could get in the habit of before you go out and just do, can I talk to you for a second? Every day, there is the potential. Like, there is a temptation on your life, all of us, just to go out and do what you want. I'm just going to go do whatever, okay? I'm going to go say what I want. I'm going to respond how I want. I'm going to treat people how I want. I'm going to tell the boss what I want. I'm finally going to let him have it. I'm just going to go and do whatever I want. I'm going to do what I feel like, Right. right? Here's the problem, everybody. That opportunity exists every day in your life. You have the opportunity to go do whatever you feel like. But here's the problem. What you feel like doing isn't always the best thing to be doing. Anybody with me? Matter of fact, how many of you lived a little season of your life where you just did whatever you felt like? How'd that work out for you, right? Because see, often the right thing to do is not the thing we feel like doing. And if you go live in your life just doing whatever you feel like doing, chances are you're going to be doing some things that you shouldn't be doing, heading down roads you shouldn't be going down because you didn't learn to step back. See, that's what James is trying to teach us in this portion of scripture. He says, I I need you, listen, just to create some, before you react to everything around you, I need you to create some space. Just breathe a little bit. And I want you, he says, listen, you need you. This is your habit. I'm going to be quick to hear. Yeah. What does that mean? It means I'm, I'm, I'm creating time to listen. Yeah. Think about when you hear, it means this. It literally means that you're getting a pulse on things. You don't walk in a room and go, well, I'm going to, and this is going to, and I'm going to tell. You don't walk in a room. No, I'm going to walk in the room quick to hear. I'm just going to, I'm going to listen. God, what are you doing in the room? What, 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 what's going? How do they feel? God, before I go run into my day, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause. Just be quick to just, just listen. God, I'm not just gonna go, go, go. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna listen. You see, it's an attitude of your heart. Listening is. It's an attitude of your heart that forces you to lay aside your agenda. (laughs) (laughs) Moves us past being consumed with ourselves. That's what listening is. When your kids say, listen to me, what they're saying is, put down your agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Stop making it all about you. Yeah. Listen, 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 Linda. Listen, listen, right? <laughs> Some people are like, what? Why didn't we laugh? <laughs> Listening is you going, here's my agenda. I'm going to set that aside. Yeah. I'm open. Right. I'm open, okay? So he says, quick to hear okay, step back, step back, step back, step back. He says, slow to speak. You know, you, speaking here, this, it means, the, the, the word means that you've ran the calculation and you, you've come to a, a conclusion. Therefore, you, you don't speak until you've, you've come to a conclusion. You see, and so here's the attitude. When he says you're slow to speak, quick to hear, slow to speak, it means that you don't just jump to conclusions. Slow to speak. If I'm quick to speak, it means I'm always jumping to conclusions. Whoa. You ever be talking to somebody? You ever be talking to somebody? It's great, great English today. You ever be talking to somebody and and they just are constantly interrupting. They're jumping in on your stand. it's like, they what are they doing? They're 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 coming to conclusions all the time. They're they're in their mind in that moment. They're jumping to conclusions. And here's what James says: You need to be in the habit every day. We're going to do this together as a church. Every day, I'm going to step back, I'm quick to hear. I'm slow to to jump to, I'm not just going to jump to conclusions, I'm, I'm creating space, you see it? And then watch this last one, because the first two actually end up being the last one. He says, quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath, watch this, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. That's really interesting. That word wrath there, maybe in your Bible, slow to anger, okay, the, the the literal translation of it, a better way to say that is, is slow to your tendency. Slow to your natural knee-jerk reaction. Slow to you just going. And then he says this. That's what wrath is. It's the impulsive nature of man, okay? Now watch. Be slow to impulsive nature. Why? Because impulsive nature will never produce the righteousness of God. In other words, come on, let me help you out. Your impulsive nature will never move you Godward. Your impulsive nature does not produce the righteousness, or in other words, what God wants. You just doing what you you. He says, Ah, careful, it will not produce what it is God wants to produce in your life. So, be quick to hear. Slow to speak, slow to just knee-jerk reaction, slow to do what I want. Why? Because me living that way n- will never let me live in what God has. So if that's true, I gotta build a, a habit in my life of, of, just, of just creating space, just create some room. Like, like just before I do what I'm going to do, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna step back and get some perspective, everybody. I'm gonna ask the question, God, where are you in this? I mean, you're always working. What are you doing? God, is there something you want me to do? something you want me to say? Like, this is the practice of just giving God room to speak, God room to work. And if you're not doing this with your life, chances are you are out there just running ahead. And so, like, real practically, it means that before I go running into my day, I'm going to take some time, create some room. Someone say, step back. I'm going to step back, and I'm going to dedicate my day. Yeah. You see what James is doing here? He's going, just I want to just chill out a little bit. Amen. There is no room for Jesus in the end. Let's make sure that your heart's not like that end, right? right? You make some room. Yeah. You, 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 you just start to step back from yourself, right? Yeah. It means before I speak my mind, come on, I'm going to hold my tongue. <laughs> God's running up here, but I'm like, oh. Uh, I'm going to bite it. If I can't hold it, I'm going to bite my tongue, right? It, it, come on, see, practically. It, it, I'm not just going to call it like I see it. I'm going to step back. I'm not just going to tell them what I think. I'm going to step back. I'm not just going to do what I want. I, I'm going to step back. Someone sends me a fiery text. Here's what I do. Can not tell you what I do? I go, well, I go over to my note app and I write it out there all caps and everything else. And then here's what I do. I don't send it. I don't send it. Why? Because I'm gonna, someone say step back. Step back. back. I'm in the habit of stepping back. And I'll go back the next day. I might even sleep on it. If I don't respond, I don't respond. I'm just not going to. I'm gonna gonna step back. I'm gonna breathe. I I don't have to fall into that trap of my knee-jerk reaction leading me down roads. Is this making sense? That God's not gonna bless. Because I've already been told by by James, that the wrath of man, their knee-jerk reaction of man will not produce the righteousness of God. I don't want to be guilty of living in anything other than the righteousness of God. You with me, church? So if if that's true in my life, man, I got to step back. Things aren't working out in your life the way you thought they would. And so you're stressed out. And so your natural knee-jerk reaction is to take it out on everyone around you. It's just, you're lashing out. You're, 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 because you're, you're stressed out. And you need to learn in the beginning of your day before you go and let all that angst just, just ruin everything around you. Come on, you gotta, someone say, step back. Step, step back. back, step back, step back. Come on, I'm telling you, that alone can change so much. And, and the more you, it's like a muscle. The more you practice it, the stronger it gets, okay? And you're able just to do this now. And it's a sign of maturity. Um, let me see if I have time. I got a little bit of time. That one of the things they teach you, I was never in, in the service, uh, but my dad was. And one of the things they teach you is that when you go running up to a, 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 like a hostile situation or an emergency is you, sl- you slow down. Like you want to, you step back. You say, I'd actually teach you this. So one time my, my friends and I were, were playing with BB guns. We ran out of BBs and I got a split shot, like like fishing weight. And we put, them, we, we put those inside the BB guns. I know, so smart, right? So smart. And I ran in the house because I shot him. And he says, oh, I'm going to get you. And I run in the house, I go in the bathroom. True story. And, and I hear him out there go, I'm going to get you, Chris. And I hear him pour a BB down, or a. Uh, a split shot fishing weight down the barrel and he's pumping. And the rule was you only get to pump once. He started pumping like six times. So I'm going seven times and we're like this. And, and I go, I jump out to get him and I go to shoot him and he shoots me first. It goes right here in my arm and comes and, and I see a hole right there. It's like bleeding. And then there's a BB right there, just like that, just sticking up like that. So I call the cops, right? 911. And I go, I'm young. Remember, I go, I've been shot. I literally, I caught, I have been, sh- been shot. Now, do you know how they responded? I think we had four cop cars rolled up. We had, the, we had fire trucks, we had ambulance, we had everything. Parents were gone. They come rolling up the street and my dad, who's been trained, he went, sees all the lights and he goes, <sighs> he slowed the car down. Because he's been trained, just slow down. Whatever I'm walking into, I'm gonna walk into it calmly. He slowed down. My mom opened the door and she ran. That's what she did. She comes running out. She's pushing people out of the way. Where's my son? And at that time, I told him what happened. They were all laughing and having a good time at my expense. You got shot by a BB gun and you called us. Where's your friend? Oh, he ran home, which he really legitimately did. He's just, listen, you got to step back. You got to slow down in life. That makes sense? Okay. So now, now that you've stepped back, what do you do? What do you, what's the next step? It's all habits. You got to let someone say step in step in. Now watch what James says. Now now that I've stepped back, he says, therefore, once you've stepped back, this is what you're doing. He says, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, all the you-ness, right? Put that aside. Now watch this. And receive with meekness, the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. The implanted word. James says, now that you've back, you've gotten rid of all you and your knee-jerk reaction, he goes, now you need to fill that space with the word of God. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Right. You, you need to fill those moments with what does God's word say about this situation? What does God want to say to me as I move into my day? See, this is another habit is I'm going to step back, but now I'm going to step into God's word, yeah. which by the way, I could carry around with me anywhere I'm going in any moment. That or old school this. Come on. You bring this in. Like, hey. I step back and I step in yes. to God's word. Hey, James sees God's word here as a seed. You see that? And implant the implanted word. He sees it as a seed. Now watch this. He says, you've got to understand this, Christian. Those of you who are not yet Christian. God's word, James says, is like a seed which is able to save your soul. Like, what's going on there? James sees that word as a seed, and as we continue to receive his word every day, come on, as we open our lives up to his word every day, that seed does something. That seed causes roots to go down deeper, branches to grow up higher, fruit to hang out further, right? How is that all happening? As I'm... That receive, the word there, it means to continually receive, continually open up myself to God's word. This starts happening in my life. It takes root. Branches go up. Fruit abounds. Do you see what he says? His word, which is able to save your soul. His word, it literally means Continually saves your soul. Can continue his word continually works inside your soul for saving purposes. It a uh, Christian big word it's sanctification. This word will set you apart from the things of the world and set you apart for the things of God. From the things of the world and for the things of God. How? How is it happening? Come on, everybody. How's it happening? It's just something about these words. Something about, I've stepped back, and now if I could get this in me, something starts happening around me. Chris, are you, what do you, like, this? This goes to work inside of me? Yeah. And I don't think we understand that. Like, I I mean, you got to get your mind around this for a second. Can you tell I'm excited about this? This is powerful. Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. I, I need you to understand this. All scripture is God-breathed. Pause with me for a second. I can't do this without telling you, but God-breathed. It means it's spoken by God. So when the Greeks thought about God speaking, they thought about the power of God. Like, so when God spoke and the world was what? Created. His words are not dead. His words carry power, you see, His breath created the heavens and the earth. Make sense? That same word now is going, his word is that power. Make sense? God breathed and it is useful. Like God uses it. What's he do with it? To teach, to rebuke, to correct, to train in righteousness so the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Everything God is calling you to do with your life, God is going to prepare you to do through his word. He's going to equip you to do through his word. So you're like, I don't know if I can do it. If God has called you to it, through his word, he'll equip you for it. If you're not getting into his word, then maybe you can't do it. Why? Because you haven't been equipped for it. You're out there struggling. I can't. I don't know. And I... Well, it might be because you're not receiving. Right. It's so is this making sense? Yeah. He wants to give you here for what you need out there. Amen. It's living. Ephesians, I don't have the verse for you. Ephesians says, for the word of God is living and active and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide to the, the points of joint and, and marrow, living, powerful. Okay, watch. I'll say it as clear as I can say it. The Spirit of God wants to work in your life. Do you believe that? Yes. So uh, people go, how does the Spirit of God work in my life? Yes. How, how does the Spirit of God work in your life? Some people, you know, like, they want to make this all mis- mystical, that you're going be walking, and all of a sudden, the heavens are going to open, and there's this thing. and It's simple. The Spirit of God does the work of God through the word of God. Y'all right? Yeah. The Spirit of God does the work of God through the Word of God. This is how He works. You're still staring at me like you don't okay. First Thessalonians two thirteen. Okay? Everything God is going to do in you, he'll do in you through his word. He's going to put a seed inside you, and that's going to grow roots. That's going to, right, everything. Watch this, watch. And we also thank God continually because when you receive the word of God, that, which you heard from us, he says you accepted it not as human word, but as it actually is the word of God, which is indeed, watch, at work in you who believe. The word of God got in them and did something. It went to work. It's God's by the spirit of God, is using the word of God to do the work of God in your life, right? So get this, friends. If you're missing out on the word, you're also missing out on his work. You can't say you're gonna live in everything God has for you without first digging into what it is God says to you. How it is God's gonna empower you. Does that make sense, everybody? So if you're missing out on his word, you're missing out on his work. Let me get really practical, all right? Because I want this for you. Because I know a lot of you, you go, yeah, Pastor Chris, you did all this to tell us to read our Bibles. (laughs) Yep, I did. (laughs) All right? So you're going, okay, help me. You're one of the 30 that just gave your life to Jesus over this last month. You're trying to figure this all out. You're like, I don't even know. It seems, it just seems so overwhelming. Where do I what do I do? Okay, right. First of all, I want it to help you understand it's not overwhelming. I mean, it could, if you think about it, like, oh my gosh, it's a lot. That's a big book, right? Here's what you need to understand. Like you could actually read through your Bible in 76 hours. Now, I'm not saying you should go and do it, but I mean, if you really, I'm just kidding, 76 hours. Now, watch this. That's 12 and a half minutes a day to get through the whole Bible in a year. 12 and a half minutes. 12 and a half minutes. That's half of the dumb show you were up watching last night. (laughs) Half of it. 12 and a half minutes a day. Now, watch. If God is going to do his work in me through his word getting in me, do you think I'd give God 12 and a half minutes? To get his word, like that much power exists in his word. You think I give 12 and a half minutes. Does that make sense, everybody? Okay, so I'm just trying to help you go. It doesn't have to be so overwhelming. Just 12 and a half, 12 and a half minutes a day. I'll get through the whole thing in a year. Now, today, there are so many tools that are going to help you. we got this thing called U Version. Just got to spend some time with Pastor Craig Groeschel uh, this this last week, and and we were talking about how U Version came into being, right? How and and um how much of a tool this, how how this has become so powerful for the church. Anyone got U Version on their on their phone? Like, if you don't, you need to get it, okay? And you could you could actually have the whole Bible with You carry it around. There's all sorts of plans in there that you can read. There's, a, there's, a, there's, there's daily devotionals that will take you on journeys. And, and so we've, we've got this with us. We've got the Bible always with us. Like, like there's not a lot of excuses, everybody, yeah. to make this really practical. Here we go. Ready? Take some time in the morning every day. Amen. I said in the morning because I really genuinely think it's important to get up in the morning and get God's word inside of you. Right. Okay? Yeah. So, you just take some time. Some of you, I hear you already. I don't got time. Make time. Like, make time. Means you got to get up a little earlier. Come on, Christian, not being so loving. Yes, I am. I'm trying to love you into everything God has for you. Wake up earlier. Like, get up. Now, find your time. Once you get up, find your time before you go running out. Remember, I'm going to do my thing. Don't do that. Don't do that. You are literally you. Don't look back. I had a bad day. I can't believe I had a bad day. You had a bad day. It ended not well because you started it not well. That's right. If you yeah. start it well, what you do first matters. It sets the trajectory of your day. So pick your time. And for everyone, it's different. Tatum, she get up in the morning, and she's one of those like loves the morning people. <laughs> so you know people like that they just wake up like. Yeah, and she gets up and she right then and there get out her she gets out her her journal, she has a paper journal and her, her phone and she right there I wake up to Tatum reading her devotions. Come on, talk about talk about feeling having somebody push you a little bit, right? Every day of my life, literally every day of my life, that's what I've woken up to. Is Tatum reading her Bible and her journal. Now I can't sit there. I've tried it because I thought it was holy. And so I tried that, and I can't do it. I start falling back asleep. I can't do it. I literally, come on, if you're like me, I got to get up. I got to go downstairs. I got I to I get some fresh air. I, I got to get coffee. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm very complicated. It takes a lot to get me. Right? And, uh, uh, and so I got to get my coffee, and then I go, and this is what my dad did every day. I'd wake up and go downstairs, and there would always be an empty cup of coffee and an open Bible every day of my life growing up. And so before I even knew how to read, I knew there's something powerful about that book. There's something important about that book. He set that in. So I'm the same. I love a cup of coffee and I open up my Bible and I'm going to read God's word because God is going to use his word to do his work inside my life. And if I really believe that, I'm going to get into this so I can live in that. That makes sense? So I'm going to get up. You're going to pick your time. You're going to make your time. And listen, come on. Just try 10 to 20 minutes. Every day, mix it with prayer, getting in His Word, maybe some worship. If you're just getting started, come on, I'm gonna help you. If like you're literally brand new to this, you get your Bible, get a Bible, paper, digital, pick. You start in the book of Mark. Mark is fast paced. All the things that Jesus did, read it. John next, and in John it's all the things Jesus said about Himself. Go over to Acts and see how the church was uh, started. Okay. Romans, if you're writing down, Genesis, Exodus, Psalm, like, and just, here's what you're gonna do. Let's say you go over to Mark, you're gonna open up your Bible. I'm, I'm, I'm being very practical, right? Open up your Bible and just start reading. Yeah. And here's what you're gonna do. You're just gonna look for things that jump, I, I don't know how to say it, just jump out at you. Right. Maybe things that, that hit you, something you notice that kind of gets your attention. Listen, for watch for those things, okay? Okay. Um, Maybe there's a promise to claim, there's a characteristic of God to ponder, there's a principle to apply, just kind of read God's word. And here's what I'd suggest, here's what I do, Tatum does, you're looking for what jumps out at you and then you got a journal. If you've never journaled, I wanna encourage you to journal. If you don't have a journal, now I'm, I'm gonna bring some journals next week I'm gonna give you a journal, okay? Staff, if you could help me remember that. Okay, <laughs> journal, I'm gonna bring you a journal and I want you to start just journaling. So now something jumps out at you, I'm gonna write it down on, 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 in my journal, okay? Write down the verse, write down what, it, what it's saying to me, right? And I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna read. Now watch, as you're doing that, things are grabbing you and you're moving through. Maybe you go through a chapter and nothing hits you. Try going through two chapters. Maybe go to three chapters, right? And you just read, you read, you read, you read. Now, now watch this. What if nothing happens? What if you read and nothing, nothing grabs you? Nothing moves you? Nothing, here's what you need to understand. You need to be okay. Don't stress out. Be okay with ordinary. Does that make sense? I think people quit on reading God's word. Gustav, I'm gonna do my work in your life through the word of God in your life, okay? If that's true, I'm gonna get it in me. And even if I read and it's like kind of like, you know, I didn't have this thing jump out, that's fine. Don't stress out. I think people are waiting for like a burning bush moment or like the sky to rip open moment and you try and and nothing in your house caught on fire but didn't burn up. (laughs) And you're like, "God, I thought you were going to speak to me today." And they quit because they expecting this big moment. No, 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 no. The the power, right? Is actually in the consistency. Right. So, like an axe to a tree. If I run out take an axe to a tree and I go, "I'm going to go until the tree falls." You probably going to get tired and give up. But every day if you go and you just hit it once. And then you go and you hit it once. And you get in the habit of every day just hitting it once. Listen, that's an ordinary thing, isn't it? Right. Just it's or, just ordinary. But then an extraordinary thing is going to happen someday. That tree's going to fall. Yeah. But it's the, it's the ordinary that leads to the extraordinary. Right. And you need to understand that. Come on, everybody, listen. Tatum makes me lots of meals. She, she likes to cook. Can I level with you? Not all of them have been extraordinary. <laughs> wow. Most of them, most of them are ordinary. All right? Now, can I tell you? Did I stop eating? Come on, like girl, that's how you guys ordinary. I'm not eating today. No, I eat, whether it's ordinary or not. Sometimes it's extraordinary and it's fun, but I need it nonetheless. Yeah. Ordinary, extraordinary. Yeah. The, the the strength I need for that day is found in that meal I have in the morning. The, the strength I need for that right. And if I skip that meal, I'm actually some of you running around with. I Man, your faith is malnourished. Yeah. You just don't got the strength because you're not getting in His Word. Is this helpful, everybody? Maybe try a reading plan, U version reading plan, just an app with tons of, just do it, switch it up. Try reading a proverb a day. Can you do that? Come on, church, can you do that? And you watch what God starts doing in your life. He says the implanted word is able to save your soul. Come on, implant that word in your heart and your life every single day. Someone say, step back. back. Someone say, step in. All right, as the worship team comes up, we gotta learn to step out. This is our habits, habit, every day. Every day, church, I'm gonna step back, create room. I'm gonna step in. God, what does your word say? And then I'm gonna step out. I'm going to step out to follow Jesus. I'm going to now, watch what he says. Be, James 1, doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing himself in a mirror. <clears throat> he observes himself, he goes away. Next verse. And immediately forgets what, bring that one up, guys. Thank you. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man He was. James says, we're to be doers of the word. I'm going to step out and live out what God spoke in. Does that make sense? James goes on to say, if any man is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing himself in a mirror. For he observes himself and goes away and forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one, he says, will be blessed in what he does, in all he does. He says there's two types of people. There's those who look in the mirror. Oh man, I'm a mess. Went to bed looking pretty good. I woke up, I'm not so good. And you look in the mirror and you see it. But then you like walk away from the mirror and you're like, what? I, I, ah. You're showing up to work and you're PJs. And you're just all disheveled. Why? Because I looked in the mirror and I walked away and I didn't do anything about it. Right? He so says there's a lot of people, James, says, that are living like that. They're hearers of the word but not doers. They're looking in the mirror right now. Right now, God this morning has already done this. saying, hey, look. Yeah, you maybe do need to get into God's word a little bit. And hey, you know, you did, he's showing you a mirror, right? And you're seeing something. Oh, I need to, I'm going to do, I, okay. And you get all inspired, like I'm going to do it. But some of us are going to walk out of here and go like, what, what was that?" Ah, and you're just going to move on. You're going to continue to walk through life dis, disheveled. But some of you are going to look in the mirror and go, oh, hey, let me, okay, okay, here we go. I'm going to try my darndest. Tatum always says, "You got to do the best with what you got, right?" You're just gonna, just try it. Just gonna try my best, okay? And all of a sudden, things start shaping up and changing. And James actually says that that person will be blessed in all, in all they do. Because yes. I don't know how how to make this more simple for you. Like God is wanting to do more than you could ever think or imagine. God wants to help you say hello to a brighter future. God, wants, But listen, you got to get some habits in your life that point your life into the direction of all that he has for your life. And I'm telling you, you got to learn to step back. You got to learn to step in. And man, you got to learn to step out. Like what God shows me, I'm going to do it. I'm going to live it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let God adjust my life. I'm going to let him adjust my thinking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let him speak to me. And now that he's spoken to me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out different than I came in. I, I'm going to walk out now. And instead of, instead of telling them what I want to tell them, I'm going to tell them what God says I should tell them. Instead of treating my marriage the way I want to treat my marriage, and what I think, God, I'm going to submit myself to how you've designed this and what, what you say about this. And now all of a sudden, I'm arranging myself in a way that can be blessed by God. Okay? God, I'm, going to, I'm going to parent my kids in the way you want me to parent my kids. I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to view, listen, I'm going to view my sexuality in the way that God says I need to view my sexuality. Why? Because I'm not just a hearer of the word, I'm a doer of it. And now all of a sudden, my life is blessable. God's just blessing my life. And church, come on. I want it for you. So bad. There is power in the word. Step back, step in, and then step out. Step out, step out, step out. Come on, look at you. you. I'm looking at people right now. I've watched you. You've been stepping out. You've You've been doing this think about what God has done in your life over the last season where you've been, and think about all the more he's going to do as you just continue, come on, give this habit in your life every day, you with me church come on, amen, every day just keep saying yes to him yes to him he wants to bless you he wants to bless you arrange your life under the fountain of his blessing today. He wants to meet with you. Spend that time with Him every day. And yield, 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 yield. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Citizens Church. It's our prayer that through this message, God would impact and inspire your life. If you have any questions for us or would like to let us know how God is using these messages in your life, please let us know by sending an email to connect at citizenschurch.org. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online and help in seeing more lives change through the work here at Citizens Church. Thank you so much for joining us.